Hi, Karen. I'm thrilled to see you for this super short and sweet mini pod. Katie, happy 3rd of July. Oh, that's right. It is the 3rd of July. I think a mini pod is perfect for this day. People hopefully are outside. Well, unless you live where the wildfire smoke is. People hopefully are just enjoying their time. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. No, I think I, I totally get it. I have heard some really crazy stuff where it's like 116 degrees in some places. Yes. Yeah, right? And the wildfire smoke that you just said that you have in Indy even. I was I was texting with my dad. He's experiencing it in Michigan. And mm. It's like, oof. Yeah, I hope everyone is relaxing. And if you're able to not work, great. Because having 4th of July on a Tuesday, do you have Monday off also? I do, fortunately. And I just realized I made that assumption about other workplaces. And if you don't have it off, I'm very sorry. Same. I'm very sorry also. That really stinks. Well, wherever you are, listeners, we hope that you are enjoying yourself, if it is at work or not. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it has been so much fun talking to you off pod. Um, not that I don't love talking on the pod, um, but listeners, sometimes Karen and I, we just talk for a bit because we're actually friends. <laughs> <laughs> legitimately friends and we're having an actual conversation without right. recording it right without recording it um that's not to say that you all don't matter you do and we're very happy to also be talking to you um but let me think so oh so my mom is coming to visit tomorrow very exciting my sister's coming to visit on thursday that's great um yeah it, things are good it's like 80 degrees mm. here and I feel, yeah, like there's like, okay, I'm going to this thing that I'm very excited about. There's a place called Subtle Lake, which is like, I would say eh, 45 minutes-ish north of Bend. And it's on, um, it's on a lake. It's called Subtle Lake. So clearly <laughs> it's a lake. It's, it's like this lodge, which is, sounds fancier than it is. It's not like fancy at all. But anyway, they're having what's called a canoe concert on Friday night, Ooh. which I'm like, what the heck is that? And basically it's, they're giving everyone headphones. And if you want to be in a canoe listening to this classical piano player out on their lawn, you can like go in the canoe and just be by yourself. But I think what we're going to do instead is just bring blankets, get drinks, listen to the classical piano player on the lawn and just hopefully enjoy a nice day. So that's my plan for Friday. I'm excited. Friday evening. Oh. That sounds amazing. I love that kind of stuff. Oh, yes, right? summer. I mean, yes. outdoor live music is incredible. Not to tee up your story that you put <gasps> me off pod, but seriously, oh my God. epic. Um, shout out to you, Lori Finelli, for a million different reasons. Lori is my arts and entertainment editor at Rebellious Magazine. I just, nice. arts and culture, arts, I don't remember your title, Lori. You're just such a magical gift to the universe. So Lori covered the TLC and Vogue show in Chicago for Rebellious. Ooh. And I guess it may, I forget what night it was. Maybe it was like Friday night. And then we ran it in the magazine Saturday. And then I happened to, I was like looking for something for MLB and I to do Saturday night. And the tour was going to be in Indy. Oh my gosh. Best oh my moment ever to even realize that. That's so badass. I know I was so excited when I found this out. So yes, Lori, thank you so much for being my inspiration. We had so much fun at that show. Yay. It was great. Yeah. I mean, discovered a new place here. Oh yeah. All of it. I mean, yes. Oh, that's Damn. just, I love that. Like 
formerly famous artists are making big, I wouldn't say comebacks, but like they're on a summer concert circuit. I feel like that wasn't a thing 15 years ago. Like it was kind of like, oh, TLC. Yeah, I do. I have their album or whatever. Like it's like, or their CD at the time, but no, they're like back in concert. Like it's like, they're actually like fully touring now. That's so interesting to me. Like everything's coming back from the nineties. Oh man. So much is coming back from the nineties and yeah, this was like a full on show. And I think the same venue Dave Matthews band is playing in a couple of weeks. We are not going to be here for that, unfortunately, but I would totally go to Dave Matthews band because I used to go see him in the nineties. Right? Like why not? Yeah. I mean, I went to a concert on what was it? Saturday night. The name of the band is leftover salmon. Have you heard of them? (laughs) Not even a joke. Totally real. And so Christy used to like go and love them like 10 years ago. And I used to just joke with her. I'm like, that's not the real name of a, of a band. And she was like, no, it totally is. Turns out they're like one of the top, like, you know, charting, uh, what is it? Uh, bluegrass bands out there. And they've been around since the late, the, like the late eighties. And so anyway, we went, Tyler hates bluegrass, but I was like, fuck it. Let's just go. It's fun. It's outdoors. Our friends are going to be there. It was great, Karen. But the whole Mm. time we kept like changing the name to like poached cod and like, you know, crispy halibut. Like it was just like, we were just cracking ourselves up thinking we were funny the whole time. But really, yes. leftover salmon, come on. filet o fish Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Katie, what have we done? This was supposed to be a 10-minute. Oh, shit. That's right. Mud, and we have four <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> we have four minutes left. Okay, listeners, we're going we're gonna to change topics on a very sharp right turn to <laughs> let's talk about serious things now. So. <laughs> okay. Take it away, Karen. Great idea for the cod. So I just like cod, cod, cod. (laughs) I'm still on cod. Let's keep going. (laughs) Ooh, filet of fish. Um, so this has come up recently in my life, and I know for other people. Um, and I think we can we can revisit this topic in the future because it's a heavy one to talk about so quickly. (laughs) But um, a question to pose to yourself, listeners: What do you need? And if you can't say what you need, do you know what you don't need when you are struggling? Mm. When you're having a hard time, when you're angry or depressed or disappointed or in a dark place, what is it that you need or that you don't need? And how do you articulate that to other people? I mean, it's honestly a million dollar question. It's so hard to know. I think for me, in my experiences, like, I, it very much is dependent on how activated I am or how heightened I am. Like if I am like really in a, like an angry place, like I, I I don't always communicate clearly what I need or what I don't need. And so then I'll just be like, I'm just angry right now. And then the other person might be like, well, you should do this and you should do that. And then I'm like, well, I don't want your advice. And it would have been helpful if instead I could have said, I'm angry right now and I just want you to give me a hug or I just want you to do what, you know, like something like that. Like giving a directive, it's helpful. Yes. And if the other person isn't in a space to do it, just to be like, I just need a timeout then. Yeah. I feel like I often, if I'm activated, as you said, or triggered or really like 
just to the edge of an emotion that is like very dark and not rational. Like if I feel like I've just gotten to a place where like we are not getting anywhere right now, like I just need a time out. Like I just need to like not keep talking. Yes. Yes. I so get that about the not keep talking part because I find that I keep talking all the time and it's you you can talk or I can talk myself into a big black hole. Yeah. Like I can say things that are just not good. <laughs> they're not good. Like they're just like, oh, if I didn't say that, I actually had a friend once and she was like, sometimes Katie, she was being nice. It came across a little harsh, but she it was being nice in that like, she's like, sometimes just like stop talking <laughs> in like in a very loving way. But like, I think it, I was just not allowing the other person to like have a response in terms of like an activated situation is really what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, I also think like I have a friend that I was telling you before we press re- hit or we hit record, which she will frequently text me and she will say, I have something that I really want to share with you first. Are you available for it? She's like into like, I just so appreciate her willingness to ask for consent truly on every situation and so then I'll say yeah yeah of course I'm right here like do you need to talk on the phone do you need to send me an audio message whatever it is and then she's like no I'm going to text it to you and when I text it to you I only want you to witness me that's it I don't want you to give me any advice it's like very very clear manual for how to handle whatever she's about to tell me so then I'm like okay and I really appreciate it being on the other end And yet I don't know how to respond when she then drops an atomic bomb in my, my text message. And then I'm like, I'm witnessing you. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what to say. Like, I love you and I'm witnessing you. And like, and then she's like, thank you so much. And what's amazing is coming from the other perspective of the other person. Like, she's not mad at me. She's just wanting to express something. It's like, I often think there's something around like, I want to take away their pain. I want to take away whatever they're dealing with and to respect what they're actually saying they need in that moment or don't want in that moment is also a skill, I think. Ooh, that is huge. I love that so much. Like that she is so, that she knows herself so well. Yeah. I will also say what you said before that reminds me of Lizzo's Say Less Express. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Sometimes say less. It's very, uh, but if you're a communicator, if you are someone who's used to talking things out, it can be hard to stop yourself. Yeah, it totally can. But also like, you just got to say less, say less express. (laughs) I mean, I bow to the church of Lizzo in every way. Like she's incredible. Yeah, I think it's hard. Like, do you find it easy to ask for what you actually need and for what you don't need in those moments, Karen? Oh, no. 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 No, I mean, I feel like I I definitely am very aware of the, like, all right, I need a timeout moment. Yeah. Like, I am very aware of the, like, I am not, like, this is not going anywhere good. But I, I think only reflecting back and I think like, I really just needed a hug. Like you said earlier, I really just needed a hug or I really needed just even a like hint of validation. Mm. I feel like sometimes we don't allow each other to feel shitty about something. 
Oh, wow. Uh Yes. Like, I just want to give you the space to feel shitty about it. That sucks. And I totally understand why you feel the way you feel about it without swooping in with the, I'm going to make you feel better about it. Like you just need some space. Sometimes you just need space to be like, no, this shit sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I get that so hard. I actually, uh, I have a small example about this, but Tyler got fired from his job a few years ago and I will never forget him calling me and I was in San Francisco. He was in Bend and it was a total shock. It was like, it ended up being a beautiful blessing because he's now on a great job. But in that moment, he was so upset. And like, I, my immediate response was, this is a, this is a blessing. This is the, you know, I did not validate his feelings at all. And this actually became like a real issue for him. Like he was, he even used the word, I am traumatized by the fact that you did not like, you know, like validate me. Like it became like a thing with us. And I was like, wow. oh, well, okay. But I actually really do believe that you're going to be okay. He's like, yeah, of course. But like, you have to validate what where I'm at. And like to constantly like throw rainbows and sprinkles at someone who's like in the shit. Like, it's just, it's not helpful. I get it. I apologize. Oh and through therapy, we got through it. But I, that was a real lesson for me because I was like, that was a real thing. Like he was like very angry and rightfully so. Like I totally messed up in that way. It's so deep because it's, it's wanting to approach with curiosity. Why do I not want to validate your feeling? Ah. Am I trying to make you feel better or do I just not want to deal with the heaviness of this moment. Oh God, well, definitely the latter for me. Like that was like, I'm in a good mood. You're bringing me down and <laughs> I want to stay high. So I'm going to push you down with my Pollyanna-ness. No, that fucking sucks. Like, oh my God, that's so real, Karen. That's so real. Oh man. I think the thing that I have really tried to hold on to, like, I, I feel like, when I'm like, really like, like you're saying activated, triggered, whatever, like in this heightened state of like, not being the rational version of myself, I would like to be, I have these things that I try to hold on to. I try to remember like, okay, can I get curious in this moment about what's going on? Yeah. Why am I so upset? Why are you so upset? Why is this situation feel so whatever it feels? And I feel like it is helpful. If I can do it, it is helpful. But it's if you can it be curious. Yes. That is such a high vibration place to be. <laughs> My God, that would I would aspire to that. Like if I'm if I'm angry, then I'm just like, well, I'm fucking angry. So that's it. I'm not curious about that. This is an open and shut case of me being angry <laughs> and you being in the wrong. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Right? I mean, it's just, oh gosh. But being curious is a much softer and evolved place to be. I mean, honestly, Karen, that's a genius move. I'll think about that next time. I'll report back if it works for me. <laughs> I hope it does. I mean, I I think the curiosity really usually, unfortunately, kicks in later. As you and I talked about, like, you know, you reflect back on a conversation or con- I'm putting conversation in quotes, a conversation. Yeah. Heated exchange, if you will, and 
you and I both have this moment of like, look, playing back the tape and then realizing, oh, I need to apologize. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The part where I get curious is the part where I'm like, oh, shit, I fucked up. And then I go back and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I should have said I was sorry immediately, but I didn't because I wasn't curious. Damn it. Uh, this is a tattoo I need to have on my arm. It would be helpful <laughs> for a reminder. But yeah, okay, so at that, listeners, uh, we're going to leave you. And we know that this is a uh, meaty topic. I think, Karen, you are so right in what you said before we hit record that we need to get somebody on to talk about this. Yeah, I think it would be really helpful. I I think even just getting it started, though, I think as we all are... I don't know, struggling with different things or just, you know, having situations be more challenging than we would like them to be or peopling being hard, like whatever it is, I think just realizing like, what do I even, what do I need right now? What do I need from this person? What do I need from myself? What do I need the universe to deliver? Like, what do I need? Yes, completely. To know us well enough to ask for it. Yeah. Yes. Know ourselves. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. We really hope that you enjoyed today's pod and we'll see you next week. 